The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful 25th anniversary of one of the greatest films of all time, Twister. That's right. Happy 25. Jake, you're with me. We're here. How are you? Dude, How are I you celebrating? Twister. I was watching Twister before we started recording. Nice. Just thinking about it all day. It was in my head. I was thinking about Dorothy. Uh, you know, you know something that I don't think I got when I was younger, but the last couple of times I watched Twister, it kind of stuck out to me. That uh, Bill Paxton's the greatest gift that we've ever received, and we took I've him for known, granted. I've known that for twenty five years. Okay. Um, whenever, uh, whenever Bill is like uh, hanging out with them for the first time, and he's like trying to get his divorce papers and go and. Um, Joe says, Bill, I got to tell you something. Dorothy's here. And he's like, what? And that scene, I don't know. I'm sure this was like done on purpose, but it makes you think that she's talking about their daughter or something. It's like, it almost feels like a setup. Like that's okay. the The way he says like, what? She's here. It's it to me when I watch it now, it comes across like they were trying to be like, oh, they got a kid together. They're getting a divorce. There's a kid. She's brought the kid. And then he's like, show me. And then they like hard cut to to a piece of machinery. And I'm like, is is this supposed to be kind of funny? You know, or it's kind of a subtle, a subtle thing. I I wonder. It's hard. I've seen that movie 3000 times and I saw it in theaters. And I want to say. I remember like I remember liking it when I saw it in theaters but mate like the movie was so hyped and it was such a big deal like I remember like almost being like man I wish it was like I wish there was more tornadoes <laughs> like I just like I I don't know there's a lot of tornadoes there right is now. a lot of tornadoes <laughs> but over time it's clearly like it's one of those like own it on DVD it was the first DVD ever released had it on VHS Anytime I'm flipping through the channels and it's on, you're stopping. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you're in. I mean, it just is one of the best movies of all time. And one of the fun, I know we kind of just jumped right in. We didn't even, Let's we do, didn't even do intros. We just well, jumped hold, right I guess it. we should acknowledge Abby's you not some here. Stuff, you got some Abby's stuff. Abby's not here. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, where's the third one's not here? Abby's not here. She's not feeling well. Abby? <laughs> Abby! Dorothy! Uh, <laughs> now, what? When they said Dorothy's here, I was like, wait a minute. Are they talking about Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz? She has returned from Oz and she's here <laughs> in Oklahoma? She's um, joining. Abby's not feeling well tonight. We we wish her well. Um, she'll be back. And uh, 
She likes Twister too. Um, no, I'm talking about the VHS she bought called Twister Two, and it's just storm footage <laughs> that they put out as Twister Two. Um, well, we're going to talk a lot about Twister tonight, so let's. Uh, but let's do a little housekeeping. How about we do? Okay, that? let's do that. So. Um, as everybody knows, we have been doing Patreon here uh, at Yes Have Some for the last couple of years. We do multiple bonus audio episodes every month. We actually, Jake and I just recorded a new one that'll be up on the feed uh, tonight. Uh, so by the time you listen to this, it's already there. Uh, Abby just waved at me. She says hello. Hi, Abby. What'd you say? She loves everyone. She's just not feeling well. That's okay. She'll be okay. Um, but let's talk about Patreon. So we got Patreon. We've had basically one tier for uh, the entire time. Now, one thing I pride Yes Have Some on is like we don't do a lot of ads. We we really try to keep a, a pretty straightforward show. Um, but we do work really hard on what we do. We're very busy. We've got multiple spinoff podcasts. We've got the YouTube stuff. We've got Toy Anxiety and... We're working on all sorts of projects, so we too re- much. If you ask me, it's a little much. It's got it, we've gone overboard. This is our fifth year, and also our last. Um, <laughs> so we were we, done. We were kind of brainstorming ways to to at the more basically at the end of the day, we want to be upfront with you guys. The more we do, um, the more time, effort, and also money we are putting into to you know we've to got doing it. to doing it. We've got we all have real job. We all have full-time jobs too. And, and, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. Just go you, for Craig, it. I want, I just to. want to finish your thought. I like, like being we, interrupted. We do. We are doing a lot and yeah, it costs more, but we do a lot because we want to do a lot and we want to do more. more. Me, we, we have had me and Craig had a conversation the other day about like two more podcasts that we would love to be able to you know, mix in with YHS, but we just don't have the time, you know, like we're doing, there are some weeks here that we're doing that. I'm doing four episodes a week. If we're, if we do a bonus episode, toy anxiety, regular episode, YHS on monster Island, that's four episodes a week. And I love it. And I want to keep doing it, but we kind of need like a little bit of help to do that. (laughs) Right. Right. So, and, and the big thing is, is like, like Jake just said, we're, we're working on new projects and basically we want to continue to build the Patreon community and to do that clearly we want to offer everybody even more. So we, we launched some new Patreon tiers and we're going to talk about them. And, and the main thing is, is that we, we like, we're, you know, we're fans of exclusivity. We're fans of collector's items and toys. And, uh, we, we want everyone to feel like they're getting as much value as possible. So let's just, what we're going to do is whether you're on Patreon or not, let's break down the tiers, how they work. And more than anything, even if you're not a, a financial supporter, even if you're just a listener, whatever, we appreciate you. Like we love you guys. We love the community. We want to continue to grow the community and give our, our most dedicated and loyal folks even uh, more, more content. Uh, so that's what we're doing. So let's break it down. So we've got the $5 tier on Patreon and anybody who's interested in this patreon.com slash yes, have some, uh, we're going to mention it uh, every week, especially this first couple weeks, but we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to hammer it down your throat too much every week, but we do want to hammer it right now. We're hammering we're right now. We're spending some time talking about it right now. And you'll notice that if you go to hit the fast forward button on Spotify, it's been disabled. We did say, we <laughs> talked to Spotify. We said, hey, we need you guys to get rid of the fast forward feature just for a couple of weeks. And they said, hey, for you guys, we're going to do that. We'll do it. And also, 
Um, for you, I will. So we got the uh, we got the tiers here. We got the five dollar tier. Now that's this is the one we've been operating under. You get the two bonus audio episodes a month. Those episodes are anywhere from thirty five minutes to over an hour. It just depends on the topics, but that's two full extra episodes a month that you get on the exclusive Patreon feed. But we also added a new piece uh, to that to that feed because we didn't want if if you're if you're a five dollar patron. And that's what you can commit to. That's amazing. And we appreciate it. And we didn't want you to think that you were missing out. So we wanted to make sure we added something to that as well. Um, so we got, uh, this was actually Abby's idea and we're having a lot of fun with it already. It's the Patreon YHS exclusive Instagram feed. So it's at YHS Patreon. And what it is, it's a private feed only for our uh, $5 and up patron Patreon people. And uh, it's just exclusive content. It's videos, pictures, movies. Um, we, we can put a lot into it because we have a lot of stuff over time and, and ongoing stuff. Uh, and it, it, it's, it, we just wanted basically to create a database where anybody can go and see all of this extra stuff. You don't have to go to YouTube. You don't have to be signed into Patreon to do it. You just have to follow the YHS uh, Patreon Instagram. So uh, if you're not following it yet, or if you don't have an Instagram account, you do need an account, but that's fine. Create an account. Start following us. I think in three days we already have like 20, 25 posts, something like there's that. There's twenty there's twenty posts in there right now. And some of those posts are like three or four minute videos that are exclusive, like toy hunting videos or videos of uh, you know, Craig doing an, an unboxing or, or working around in the toy room. And I I think this is this to me is one of the funnest ideas that I, 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 I like this idea a lot because it's just going to have, you know, it, it's seriously only going to be, it's a private account. So only people who are on Patreon will see this stuff. And because of that, it kind of frees us up to like, just put whatever the fuck we want on. There. Right. And there's already like, there's some photos and some videos on there that I forgot existed. Right. There's some like behind the scenes footage from our uh, Dr. Pepper shoots that, you know, never got, used and uh some fan fest videos just like all kinds of random stuff really cool stuff and and yeah it's kind of like i would say it's going to be kind of a a backlog of of things that we've never shared or been able to share before but also like when i'm out toy hunting and i'm unboxing like i'm just going to record it and throw it up there because it's actually more fun for me to do it that way uh, for our, you know, for you guys than to sit there and do all these videos and edit them all day. And it's just, I'd rather, <laughs> I, I, I love our, our community. So it's just fun. It's more fun this way. Um, and uh, that, so that'll be an ongoing thing. So anybody in the $5 tier has access to that. And obviously uh, we appreciate your support. So let's talk about, are you going to post? Are you, I feel like Jake is right now posting something to the exclusive. I'm making a post in there right this second. There you go. Um, and we are committed to keeping that updated multiple times a day. Abby's been posting some stories. Um, and listen, you guys know we, uh, we've got a lot of, uh, uh, we got a lot going on this year. We've got a big year with Ghostbusters Afterlife and we even want to like, if we get like little tidbits and, and if we've got some theories and we got getting excited about Ghostbusters day, we we're more likely to share it on the, the private uh, Patreon than anywhere. Okay. Um, next we have new tiers. So we've got a $15 Patreon tier. 
And what this is, is it's basically you get the Instagram feed, you get the two bonus audio episodes, but we are now going to be doing two full new pieces of content every month. So let's talk about those and what those are. So the first one is every month, anybody in the $15 or up tier, we are going to put out a poll at the beginning of the month with four or five movie options. Who, whatever, you know, we'll leave it up for a week and whatever gets the most votes, Jake, Abigail, and myself will do a full movie breakdown review audio episode. Um, it's something people have been asking us a lot about. We, we've done stuff like that before. People, uh, really enjoy them. Um, but it, it's the, the reason why it's in this tier is like, it's, you know, we want to give you guys a great episode. So we have to invest the time to sit down, watch the movie, take notes, yeah. do all that stuff, and then do, do a full breakdown. Um, and uh, I'm excited about it because I think I, I want to do some months where it's movies we love, but I kind of want to do some months where it's like movies we probably are going to hate. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, just to let everybody know, the poll for the first month is already up, and I and I want to go ahead and let everybody know what the movies are for the first. <laughs> these are the movies that you get to vote on for the first episode. These are lies. four movies, and the first there movie is, no is Leprechaun Four. <laughs> uh, the second movie is Leprechaun Part Four. <laughs> the third is Leprechaun Four in Space, and the number four is Leprechaun Four. Now, so get your votes in. See what we want to talk. about. We already have done that episode, but if you want to do another one, and make oh give fuck people We're doing pay it again. for. Uh, Leprechaun Four in Space: The Real Thoughts. Um, so, <laughs> if you're in the fifteen dollars tier, you're going to get that every month. And then we're gonna we're doing something new, and I'm really excited about this one. This will also be included in this tier. Once a month, we're going to do a live watch along where we pick a movie. Uh, we haven't figured out if it's going to be a vote or if it's going to be a surprise pick or whatever, but we're going to basically be using Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max, one of the shared. Um, features right they got the watch parties we're gonna have a pri yeah. private chat it'll either be discord or, or some other chat service or i don't know if the watch parties have like a built-in chat function um and this is not going to be recorded this is going to be something you'll you'll have to attend live yep, you gotta be there for it and uh i'm really excited about this i think first i think movie, first movie's already been picked human centipede <laughs> human centipede uh <laughs> human centipede 2 cruise control um no i'm excited about it and i think like this is again like you know, we're, we're not the $15 a month is a, is a big commitment. So we're not fully expecting there to be tons of people in this tier. So it's definitely going to be just basically a hangout with us and, and, you know, yeah. some, some and other it's people. Just what, it'd just be like a live chat kind of thing, right? L live we'll be chat. Kind of in a chat room. Watching a movie like together. Old school. It's going to be great. ASL type Dude, stuff. It's yeah. gonna, <laughs> we're going to ask your, your age, sex and location multiple times. Abby will. <laughs> She's insane. <laughs> Um, so both of those things are included in the $15 tier, which is really exciting. So at that point you're getting, you know, four to five exclusive pieces of, uh, of audio, um, you know, a month, a month, yeah, which is awesome. And I'm excited to, to do it. Now we do have a th third tier, which is a $30 tier. Now this is going to be a little bit, this is a really amazing commitment from people willing to give $30 a month. So let's yeah. talk about it. You're going to get everything. It's the high end tier. This is the high end tier. This is like the, uh, I don't know, whatever the high end store. Annie Ann's pretzels. I don't know. That's a nice store. <laughs> what? Yeah. We get pretzels. This and is a T-Vana. You know, <laughs> real expensive teas. Dude, these teas are expensive. So the $30 tier, <laughs> and we've already had multiple people join, which is amazing, is. Thank you. A We call it the YHS Merch Madness. So. 
Um, the other tier, by the way, the $15 tier is YHS at the movies. So this one's merch madness. And this is everything from the five and $15 tiers. You get all the same content, but, uh, we were originally going to do twice a year, but we've adjusted it. And Jake, I don't even know if I told you this four times a year, quarterly, we are going to be dropping an exclusive piece of YHS merch that gets shipped directly to you. If you're in this tier now, we can't stress this enough. This is not going to be a sticker, right? This is going to be something worth your while. It's going to be exclusive. It's going to be. Yeah, no, I mean, no more space danger shit. Go and drop it like that kind of stuff. All those like space danger drops that we were doing. That stuff is now here. Right. And I'm not saying you're just going to get a bunch of space dangers, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Right. Those kind of uh, you know surprise. Right toy drops and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a Patreon thing. This is going to be, um, our basically we're, we're, we love doing the merchant stuff, but we, again, it's more fun for us to build this in the Patreon community. So four times a year, you're going to get an exclusive merch drop. You're going to get it sent directly to you and it's going to be cool. It's going to be not available anywhere else and it's not going to be available again. It's a one-time thing. And listen, if there's only one person in the $30 tier, then one person is getting this cool thing. By the way, no matter what, Abby, Jake, and I are all going to get one as well. So it'll <laughs> always be at least a limited edition of three. Um, but um, yeah, I'm excited about it. We're already kind of putting our heads together um, and... Uh, you know, we want to make it worth your while and we want to show you how much we appreciate the support. So, uh, that's how we're going to do it. It's that's, uh, that's the plan. And, uh, you can get all this information and more at patreoncom slash. Yes. Have some, and more than anything, we love our listeners. We love this community. We want to continue to see it grow. We want to, we want to be the biggest thing in the world. Um, one step at a time. And also, just give a shout out to all of the new contributors who who are part of the YHS family now. Jay Key, Ryan Dole, um, and and I'm sure there will be more as we as we as we go. I hope I'm am I forgetting anybody. Uh, Troy Benjamin helped a lot with Midnight Mando, and like we we've just. I think everybody kind of, well, I've had multiple people reach out to me like, you guys are doing a lot lately, and I'm like, yeah, but it's fun and we love doing it. Um, I don't, I, I want to do yes, I have some full time. Like I don't want to work yeah, a, a full time job. I would love to be able to do this full time, but same. Um, right now the commitment is to, to really go hard on Patreon and, and give as much exclusive content, uh, to, to you guys as, as we can. So that, that's the plan. That's what's happening. Jake, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I know that that all sounds kind of like a one giant ad for ourselves and it kind of is, it is but, for uh, sure. Is. You know, like it's a lot of, it's a lot of work and we've been putting a lot of work into YHS for five years and we really want to step it up and, and do as much of it as we can for the people who like, uh, you know, to listen to it. Right. So, and we just, also dude, we have people ask us a lot, like what's the best way to support. And like, there's, there's different ways. Yes. You could, you could go to our shirt store and buy a shirt. That's, that's a cool way to support. You could leave us a super chat in YouTube. That's a really cool way to support us. Um, but the most direct and influential way to support us is through Patreon. So, um, that's just a fact. That's the fact, yeah. Jack. Um, well, we can move on from that, and uh, we appreciate it. Check out patreon.com slash yes, have some for all the details. And uh, don't be surprised if you hear some uh, snippets and clips and teases from Patreon episodes right here on the main feed, because we want to yep. kind of give everybody a taste of what uh, what we're doing, what we're doing over there. And also, 
it goes without saying that the more we can grow it, the, the more we can actually do on Patreon. And like we, we can add even, you know, more content, more features and, and, and stuff like the that. Better, so. The better those like exclusives get, you know, the better that merch gets. Right, like right. Like we, I would love to buy everybody a house. That's kind of my goal. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, that'd be not a big cool. one. Yeah. Just like a medium. Just everybody in house. the, oh, well, it's a small house. Um, yeah. So cool. So let's, leg, let's, <laughs> let's jump back into Twister because this is why we're here. Okay. This is why the people, yeah. you know, they, they came for Twister. Yeah. Um 25th anniversary. There was a really great article on collider.com today. Although I didn't I didn't agree with everything. It was cool to see some analysis of of uh of Twister. And basically the basically what the movie was it, it made the, the article made three points. It was like first of all this movie at its core is kind of a, a CGI fest mid 90s disaster movie and it they said it was kind of is forgettable. It and I didn't agree with that part. The yeah, second part know. was kind of funny. They were like, this is the movie that convinced everybody for a very brief moment in time that Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton were like A-list stars. And I was like, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but the third point was that, hey, the supporting cast of this movie is really over the top good. And I kind of wanted mm-hmm. to start there, like talking about some of the people that are in this movie and how amazing it is that literally Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of the great actors of a, of a, of a generation is dusty. The, the, mm-hmm. the, I don't need, how do Jake, how do you describe dusty? Who, what is he? Uh, is he's Jack black. He's it's Jack black without Jack. Basically it's like you know, pre Jack like, black. It's, it's as if it could, yeah, it's pre Jack black, Jack black. Um, it's weird, you know, when I was watching, like one of the best things about Twister is that supporting cast. And it really feels like uh, it, it feels like all those actors maybe uh, went on a, a road trip together for for months before they filmed the movie. And, and, it, and it also feels like maybe they did some sort of experiment where they. I don't know if any of this is true or whatever, but it, it feels like every it feels like every one of those actors just like made up all this backstory for their characters. Because like when you meet them in the movie, you meet them all in, in one scene where Bill's going from one person to the next person. The prodigal son returns. Exactly. They all seem like such full, fully formed characters, even though they're all kind of barely in the movie and only have small moments with each other. But like when they're all eating at Meg's or, or getting, or when they're all, you know, there's that one scene in the movie where it's like a montage where everybody's singing a different song, you know, Bill and Joe are arguing in the first car. Uh, the barn burners got, uh, I can't remember what that song is. Uh, uh, that one song playing. And then, uh, the other guys are singing Oklahoma. It it just feels like such a, a good way to like quickly get to know all these characters. And, uh, they, they did a really good job on that. And I think even with, um, I know we're not really talking about Joe and Bill yet. No, go for it. The fact that the movie opens like mid divorce and it just jumps right into, Oh, we got to get the pay like right in the middle of a dispute that's been going on. That's like, that's kind of a trick, right? That's like a, that's like a filmmaking trick to get you to already, you know, you don't have to start completely unknown and get to know what the whole thing, you just get thrown right into the middle of like, these people know each other and have known each other for a very long time. And I feel like it's a very, uh, 
it's a, it, it works very well. It's very effective. Now we have to talk about, let's break down some of these characters. First, Belzer, who Belzer. is, who's got, you know, is it, Pel- it's, is it Pelzer or Belzer? I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at it right Pelt- now. Pelzer's Gremlins, right? It's Belzer, B-E-L-T-Z-E-R. Now, uh, are you familiar that this actor, Todd Field, is an Oscar-nominated film director? He went on to direct the movies In the Bedroom and Little Children. He was nominated for five Oscars. Uh, I've never heard of either one of those movies. I, I just What's his last name, Todd Field? Todd Field. Todd Field. Now, this is the guy singing Oklahoma. When I, I, didn't, yes. I didn't know Oklahoma. I didn't know what it was. By the way, when I watched Twister as a kid, I didn't know they were in Oklahoma. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> all throughout my childhood, I would just randomly be like, and the wind, I was waving on the plane. I was just like, oh, it's that fun and song. The from- waving we- yeah. yeah. I was like, it's that fun song from Twister. Time. It's the fun song from Twister. We're, that like, we, hey, we're going we're gonna to one day go to see the play Oklahoma and the entire time be like, boy, this is boring. But then when that, we get to that one part, it's like we sing along. And the waving we. We just turn into those people from the Jagged Little Buildings. Well, it's still, it's also like the, uh, like the Eric Clapton song. Like I only like the first 10 seconds of that song. Cause it's from Twister. If I mistreat <laughs> you girl, show me no harm. Um, yeah. Okay. So Todd field, he's great. Okay. Um, he's, he's directing a new movie with, uh, Kate Blanchett. Um, and, uh, he's also got the, I think he's the one who has the, the great, that's no moon. That's a space station for no yeah. reason. <laughs> He's like, dude, there's a fucking tornado in front of me. I'm quoting Star Wars right now. Um, He's directed 13 things. I've not heard of any of them. All right. There you go. Um, Rabbit. Rabbit is wise. Uh, Rabbit is good. Rabbit is wise. That's Alan Ruck. Um, yeah, Alan Ruck. He's very famous. He's uh, yeah. He was in Ferris Bueller. He's in Speed. He's. I think he's in that show... Uh, What's that HBO show? I don't know. There's some HBO show he's in right now about a rich family. It's good. I've watched it, but I can't think of what it's called. Um, I agree with you that the assessment that these are fully formed characters and there's not a lot of exposition. It's not like if this was a movie that came out now, it would freeze frame on each character and like tell you like what their deal is. It'd be like dusty, yeah. the wild man. <laughs> Well, I also feel like if this movie was made now, half of these people's jobs are um, gone because of the iPhone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I want to, yeah, I, I want an avant-garde version of this movie where technology surpasses the need for this entire storm truce. You have group. two people driving just to read the maps to tell you, you have to have a driver for the map reader. That's two jobs that your iPhone can just talk to you and tell you. Dude, that girl who drives just wants to see an F4. If she could see an F4 <laughs> or an that'd F3, be sweet. that'd be sweet. Um, So let's, uh, who else? Now, I, this was a great article, and but I think, I really think Dusty is is kind of like, he's kind of the gold star of this movie. I mean, when you first meet him and, and he's he's with... Uh, Melissa. Was there a Melinda in there? Um, God, <laughs> Helen Hunt is, she's on another level on this movie. But like when he takes, so he's, he's wearing, 
I don't like when people do this in real life, but I respect it when Philip Seymour Hoffman does it. When they've got a hoodie, but they just have the hood on their head, but their arms aren't in the sleeves. They wear it like a cape. I don't like that. People shouldn't be doing stuff like that. (laughs) But um, (laughs) it's okay if he doesn't. But I do agree that this we're like 20 minutes and we're still in the first scene, but we're not we're not breaking it down scene by scene. That intro where where you're just seeing all of the different characters, the way they interact with each other, the way they interact with Bill, the introduction of Helen Hunt, the the Dorothy thing we talked about earlier, this divorce yeah. angle, like there's it's like a five minute scene, and there's they pack in a lot of information without like it's it's a good it doesn't script. feel overloaded, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't overload you, and it also jumps right into a tornado chase like immediately it does, and by the way, Michael Crichton co-wrote this script. So it's like, it's, it's, yeah, of course he did. And I want to make an argument that Twister is as good as Jurassic Park. It's the same to me. (laughs) It's the same exact movie. There's a scene where John Hammond uh, builds little tornadoes. Um, Shoot shoot the Twister. (laughs) I've said it before. And like, you know, just like, just like, uh, you know, you can, you can watch a lot of eighties movies and tell that they're eighties movies. There's like something about a lot of them that, you know, a lot of movies and shows try to try to emulate that now trying to feel like they were an eighties movie, but there's also a different set of, uh, you know, criteria or whatever that happened in the nineties. And there's a, there's a good chunk of movies in the nineties that all feel like nineties movies or, and, and I, and I think that's the only way you could describe them. And I, and I've talked about this before that, uh, Anaconda, Lake Placid, Twister, Arachnophobia. There's like a, a group of movies that Congo that all feel like they're in the same universe. And and Twister is like the lead film in that universe. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the music, the dialogue, just the overall look or feel. Right. But I love it. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's 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 I mean, well, for one thing, Jamie Gertz is in it. that's not gonna happen now (laughs) like you know right hey also hey dude also when i was watching it today uh, i love this it gets to a point in the movie where whenever they uh whenever dorothy jamie gertz just becomes there there's like a full (laughs) 10 minute scene in twister where you could maybe the scene must have been added in they okay. must have had the entire movie. A producer must have read the script or something and been like, but hold on. I don't know what this, why are we doing this? So there is a point where Jamie Gertz just becomes the audience and she goes, now what does that do? And they explain it and she goes, well, why would you want to do that? Well, why does that happen? Yep. Yep. What does this do? And they just explain it. And the way that they explain it, it's literally Joe and Bill looking dead into the camera and they're like, well, the way a tornado forms is uh, the scientific, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. they just, it just turns into like science class. Yeah. And she's minutes. like, she's like, well, there aren't there warnings now. And, exactly. Yeah. Aren't they? And they're like, there are, but they're not long enough. You hey, know, it's like, by the way, want to say something. It's now 2021 tornado warnings still suck. They, they still, had, they're still last minute. <laughs> like they don't bill bill died in vain. He did. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that that is really funny. She's just kind of, and by the way, the, the one part near the when when she leaves and she's like, or she's terrified after going through the tornado. And she's like, deep down, I always thought it was a metaphor. Like, what you thought? Yeah. 
You're marrying the extreme. The extreme does not deal in metaphors. <laughs> they keep uh they keep there there are tons of scenes where she's like, Well, why do y'all why do y'all call Billy the extreme? And she's like, There's so many times where they'll say something and she'll be like, What are you talking about? Yeah. And I'm like, hold on. You guys are getting married and you don't know anything about she's a this no. part of He's been lying. He's naked. That, that whole situation. Dude, that whole situation where he brings his new wife to his ex-wife's job and his ex-wife's like, oh, I want to meet her. And then they're like, they just hang out and they're in a truck. That does any, has that ever happened? Does anybody ever take their ex on a trip with their, their new wife and they're in a car together? And then there are scenes, there are scenes where it's just Joe and Bill and his like new fiance is in a vehicle back there, and I'm yeah. like, "There's no way she's letting By the those way, two ride together." I love that it's like, "Here's how it goes." Hey, Joe, it's Bill. Listen, uh, you didn't sign the paper, and she's like, "Yeah, I did." And he's like, "No, you missed a page." She's like, "I did." And he's like, "I'm coming out. We got to meet up so you can sign this thing." All right, where are you? Let's meet this weekend. And she's like, okay, I'm in the middle of this field in Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> is there nowhere else we could meet, Joe? No, field. And it was all nope. a trick to get him to see that Dorothy was ready. She could have just said, by the way, Dorothy's ready, but she had to be dramatic about it. Did she also, I wonder if she on purpose told him she waited until a day where it looked like, okay, we're for sure going to get some tornadoes today. Okay, call <laughs> right. Bill and let him right. know the papers are ready. <laughs> yes. Like, make sure he's there on a day where there's going to be a tornado. Yeah, there was total greenage. Um, one thing, Dude, that scene, that scene where it's just the two of them and he's like, going green. <laughs> and he's like, greenage. And he's like, they just, like, that's it. And he's like, you got it, boss. And I'm like, yeah, he's. I'm not back. <laughs> these guys have an okay. These guys, first of all, have an unbelievable amount of respect for Bill Paxton and what he has done yeah. for the tornado industry. And honestly, you should too. Everybody, yeah, everybody now, listening should as well. These people are not paid well. They might not be paid at all. It's they're almost like nomads. Like what would they get paid for? I feel like all of them. Follow around Joe and Bill like people follow the Grateful Dead on concert. It's just that it's what it's their calling. <laughs> they don't even really have jobs. They're not actually they all already have GPS, but they're like, just let him read the fucking map. That's it. It's all he's got. Uh, new truck, new job. What was it? Weatherman. Oh, dude. By the way, that is the job. Meteorologist. And it's with the Indian. Yeah. So, OK, here's another thing. If you just watched this movie, you would come out of it going, okay, one thing I learned is that storm chasers have absolutely zero respect for news meteorologists. <laughs> right. I'm trying Jake, in the tattoo industry, what would that be? Like like who who do you not respect? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, everybody, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, maybe for podcasting, it's like it's the way we feel about like uh, TikTokers, right? It's like, oh, cool, you made a 30-second thing. I've been talking yeah. for two hours trying to pose thoughts and conversation here. You're just a weatherman, weatherman. You're just a weatherman. Dude, new YHS shirt. 
You're just a weatherman. Um, <laughs> one thing that, and there, there's other great cast members. Uh, Jeremy Davies, who went on to play Daniel Faraday and Lost. The guy's awesome. Yeah, well, he also plays Daniel Faraday in this movie. Yeah, it's the same thing, and I you it's can't con- you can't convince thing. me otherwise. Yeah, and also he's like it's the only one who's like, lost. "Hey guys, maybe we should get out of here." It's like a tornado that just. <laughs> <laughs> but he also seems like maybe it's his first month on the job because oh, yeah, there are multiple sure. times like you know there's the there's the point where he's like oh the camera won't i can't get the camera to work and like joe comes over and she's like well there's grass in the lens yeah you know and it's like and then he's the one where uh he won't get out of the truck when the big f5 comes through the, uh, the yeah. movie theater yeah she has to go get him yeah. like he constantly is like and i'm like oh maybe 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 that was his character choice is that he's like i'm new to this um this article also pointed out that Anthony Rapp has a credit in this movie, but I have no idea where he is. I bet he's one of, is he one of Jonas's uh, people? Maybe, but maybe he was just like a squatter. (laughs) (laughs) How do you document these tornadoes? Um, We're going to, we're going to get to that by the way. Um, The, (laughs) I, I, I want to talk about Jonas because this is my favorite part of the article is that it, it poses the question of why did this movie need a villain other than the tornadoes and the tornado is the, villain. and was his death and his partner's death necessary? Well, I think so. I don't think it. Okay. Yeah, it kind of does need a villain because it's like I like the little dynamic of like, oh, somebody else is stealing their Dorothy idea. You know, like every everybody has any kind of industry or or whatever. There's always rivals. You know what I mean? Like tattoo artists might have certain guys where he's like, oh, that dude, I, that right. guy's getting me. You know, you know, we have, uh, you know, other podcasts. We, we have the cross rip and uh, uh, <laughs> just kidding. But like yeah, you know, tornadoes have hurricanes that uh, exactly that that concept exists across the board. And I think it's kind of cool. And it just adds another little layer into it. And it kind of adds more. Uh, you know, it adds backstory because they already know they're like, oh, fuck, Jonas is here. And you're like, oh, wait, who's who's Jonas? And that that whole thing where they're the rich guys and they don't really. They right. got all the money. That's like a that's a movie trope, you know, and that and that is that's real life. That, that happens well, a lot. Yeah, People they're like, in it for the science. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they they're got not all the money. So right. They're not in it I for like the that. science. And, they're in it for as, the money. As as, There's a lot of money in tornadoes. What? Just, oh, yeah. just and the notion as, that. As far as they're, sorry, keep going. It's okay. You can talk over me an entire time if you want. <laughs> the, um, the, 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 as far as their deaths go, you gotta have somebody getting killed by a tornado. That's the the movie is like you you know I know you get it in the very beginning, um, and that's a very terrifying scene. But you can't go the entire film and not have at least one other person you know, tragically have their life ended by a tornado. So you got to put, you got to put somebody in there. who's going to die. They're the only other, they're the only care. Those are the only two people who die in the movie. You know what I mean? A couple thoughts. First of all, I would have loved to seen a courtroom drama about the lawsuit of Bill suing Jonas, but he dies. So we don't, we don't get that sequel. We don't get it. Um, 
I do agree. Like you, you Jonas is a great character and like he's yeah. again, he's slimy. He's a sleazeball. And this is a world. You have to remember, this is a world where the news, the, the legit news is following around Jonas to interview him at a gas station they about, do. about the yeah. new, the new, you know, the, the fake Dorothy, whatever his fake Dorothy was. I don't know if it had a name. The, the, I the, can't remember. It did, but I can't remember. The Skynet version of Dorothy, the sleeker, exactly. like more industrial yeah. it's version. All black. You stole my idea, you son of a bitch. Um, unrealized. <laughs> <laughs> I also think there's a good chance when they were all like at weather school together or weather college that I yeah. think I think Jonas had a thing for for uh, for Joe. Dude, if there was if there was an animated if if Twister got an animated spinoff, it would have been set. In high school, the three of these characters would have went to high school together, and Jonas would have always tried to get with Joe, but yep. Bill's in the way. Yeah. Also, great tornado. Game. They all went to tornado school together. Great variety of character names. We got Jonas, and then you got Joe, which is almost <laughs> the same name. Um, and it's always Carrie Ells, he's an interesting actor. Uh, he's he's a good actor, but there's times where like you know, he's got, he's British, right? And he's, yeah, he's trying to kind of do like a weird Midwestern type of accent. And it's just kind of, it's not I think great. He, I think he's got a little bit of Nick Cage in him. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like when, you know, we were talking about Saw earlier, uh, we we're talking about the Saw movies and, you know, he's in that first Saw movie and there are times where his acting in Saw seems like, melodramatic over the top silly and i'm like this feels like a nick nicholas cage performance yeah and i don't and i don't know what it is about him and i don't know if it's just his his trouble with american accents or or whatever but well he's an um, asshole in these movies listen not in saw and not in the men in tights uh or he's not in that wait is he in that Men in Tights is amazing. Yeah, he's in that. He's oh, yeah. amazing. He's in that. But he's an asshole in Liar Liar. In Liar Liar, he's trying to steal Jim Carrey's family. And he uses the claw, which he stole from Jim Carrey, just like yeah. he stole Dorothy. This guy has an MO. Okay? It's his thing. It's his thing. Jim Carrey's like, You stole my idea, you son of a bitch. Unrealized. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yeah twister rules it's my favorite disaster movie i do love armageddon as well but twister i think has a little bit more heart it's but got, i wonder if you can you know is twister a disaster movie yes because it's not like yeah tornadoes yeah those scenes are you know disastrous but it's like it's just like an, an everyday occurrence. Like that happens all the time and it's not anything here's crazy. What, and yeah, the F5 is big, but here's what makes it a happens. disaster movie. Here's what makes it a disaster movie. It's because the F5 rips through the movie theater and then okay. goes straight. The same tornado goes to Aunt Meg's house and gets straight hurt. To Meg's house. And revenge. then they yeah. encounter it again the next day. Like they're yeah. like, okay. Like I think it's a mega, there's something a little supernatural about that F five. Oh, that's not your mama's tornado. That's a, it's, not. <laughs> it's the same tornado from that. We, we've made this joke before yes. on our many episodes, but it's, it's the same F five from the beginning of the movie. Probably we've, 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 
basically had all of these conversations. So we're now putting a piece of them th- together. For yeah, the well, we for have the anniversary. Yeah, I mean, it's the 25th anniversary. We got to talk about it. I've talked. I've talked about this. I, I let's talk. What's your favorite scene in the movie? Do you have a favorite scene? I mean, it's pr- it's probably the the movie theater scene because that it is it is very terrifying. And you know, there there is something when the hubcap like flies through and cuts the guy's head. That is awful. Yeah, dude. The you know something something that I, I pay attention to a lot is like, you know, the visual effects, the way everything holds up. And, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because the effect of a tornado, it's just wind. Maybe that's an easy effect to pull off, you know, as far as like CGI and visual effects go. And maybe that's why it still looks really good. Um, there are a couple scenes in the movie where it's like, Oh, that that's a bit dodgy, but all the tornado stuff looks for the most part looks really great. And whenever those, whenever that scene happens where there's lightning, it's like pitch black. You see the shining, there's lightning. And when the lightning hits, you see, you can see the outline of right. just the biggest fucking tornado you've ever seen. That I, I used to have nightmares. Like it's that. scary. I used fun. to get really scared. Well, I actually like have rough weather. I get pretty strong weather anxiety. It was instilled yeah. in me by my mother who anytime it rained, she was like, get in the closet. Do we need to get you one of those like thunder vests? Like they get dogs. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. I want one of those. I mean, no, just living in the South. Like, you know, this, like yeah. the springtime. There's I, a- I used to live in a trailer. I, yeah. when I was a kid, I yeah. lived in a trailer. Yeah. And anytime there's like heavy winds, it feels like your house is going to flip over. Right. And I remember every single time, I was like, this is it. There's going to be a tornado and I'm going to die. This is, I'm about, this is about to kill me. We're done. I haven't even seen Ghostbusters 3 yet. I don't know when it's I coming. I haven't seen it yet. Um, Dan Aykroyd's seen it. I, I you know, I don't – I do get weather anxiety, but just living with this part – like it's not – obviously it's worse in the Midwest and stuff, but we all – there's always a couple days a year where there's like pretty strong tornado warnings and like just a couple weeks ago, we had tornadoes uh, very close to us. So yeah. – um, my fate, like, by the way, clearly The Shining is one of your favorite movies. So if there's a movie that features a scene from The Shining, that by default makes it your favorite scene of the movie. Exactly. Like, what's your favorite scene in Ready Player One? <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> uh, I. Well, that's the Mechagodzilla scene. Right. Um, I. Uh, my favorite overall scene is the dinner or the, the when they go to Meg's. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's funny. I think it's well written. The acting is really good. My favorite thing in the movie is they pull up to Meg's house and two of them get out of the van and immediately start throwing a football back and forth. <laughs> They're like, fuck yeah. Time to relax and fire this pigskin. Like they haven't been in a field all day. Um and the the whole conversation like of of this is kind of another one of those moments where they're kind of explaining Bill's backstory to uh, Melissa. And yeah. that's the whole thing about this is the whole extreme. Yeah. The uh, extreme chucking the bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Uh, there was an evil bill. There was another bill, an evil bill, an evil bill. And I killed him. <laughs> and then that's where they see the, the news update with Jonas on the TV. Uh, and they're like, get this crap off. And uh, <laughs> this is also where you get that hint of like, man, Joe really still loves bill. This is really tough yeah. on her. Um, even though she seemingly ruined their relationship the first time, you know why? Because she was obsessed 
with her dad dying, and you never seen it. Miss this house. Miss that there's house. There's a lot. There's a lot of really well placed exposition in that. Yeah, Meg that's, scene. That's what's a, that's what good writing's all about. It's awesome. Yeah. You never thought about having a house and kids and all. What's he say? All sorts of neat stuff like that. So funny. <laughs> Neat um, stuff like that. All the neat stuff. Is Bill, that the line? Bill Bill Paxton is also one of those actors where I'm like, I'm not. I love Bill Paxton. He's great. I'm not sure he's a good actor. Like I'm just not. But he's incredible. No, same. Also, is this the only movie where Bill Paxton is like the lead character? He's not like I watched. Uh, I rewatched Predator Two yesterday, and I hadn't seen Predator Two in a long time, and I completely forgot he's in that. And it's weird because like. He's basically Knox from Batman. He's okay. like got that same kind of energy where he's at the police pre- precinct and he's just like, hey, Lieutenant, let me get you around. No, 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 Lieutenant. You know what I mean? It's like, and they're like, hey, Knox, chill the fuck out. He's got like the exact same role in that movie almost. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, yeah, he, you know, he's known for, for his role in Aliens, but still like. That's a side. What else? Well, that's kind of what the article was stating is like. Bill Pat, this was frailty. His, he, he was good in frailty. I don't know if you've ever seen that. He's in Titanic. Let's not forget. He, he God, he isn't. Holy fuck. He's in Titanic. Yeah. Isn't he? And he's not the lead, but he's an important piece of the puzzle. He's a, he's a bookend. He's the bookend character. He's basically playing Bill. Like in my <laughs> mind, Bill, after the events of Twister was like, I'm done with tornadoes. I'm going to deep sea excavation. We're finding the Titanic. We're raising that bitch up from the ground. Uh, I, by the way, anytime I watch Titanic, I forget about all of that. Like, I just think it's well, going to start and it's going to be 1912. How many times have you seen Titanic? I feel like I've seen it twice. I mean, I, I saw it multiple times as a kid, that double VHS dude. Um, um he was in uh oh, I didn't know he was in that movie The Circle with uh Tom, uh Tom Hanks. Oh, I never saw that. I didn't see it either and I always wanted to. Um he was in that movie Nightcrawler, which is a really really great movie, but it's also a very small role. Okay. Um Apollo 13, which was which is a great movie, but again, he's not the <laughs> Yeah. Now, here's something a lot of people don't know. Bill Paxton is in Stripes. Is he? Yeah. Now, he is does not have a speaking role. He's just like in there, like almost like an okay. extra. Like an extra? Which is kind of funny. Um, you know, another thing that people might not know that Bill Paxton starred in, which is maybe one of his best performances, and I... <laughs> I want everybody when they're done listening to this episode to go listen. And this Andrew Schaefer already knows this, that he did star in the music video uh, for the song Eat You Alive by the band Limp Biscuit. Did he really? He did. He's like the main he's like the girl's dad. You'll you'll remember when you go watch it after you'll be like, oh, I remember this. I love that. Very cool. Um, And we should talk about the fact that, Jake, you you wrote some twister inspired music did you not i did man you know twister's such a good movie i really love it and i also you know what else i really love musical theater musicals i just love it ballads i just thought it would be funny i always think it's funny when somebody writes a really good song that's like kind of a silly you know like musical broadway style song but like for 
you know, a movie or something. And I just one night it, it hit me and I was like, I'm just going to take the dialogue from this scene and I'm going to write a little song for it. And I wrote, and I wrote a little piece of a, of Twister the musical. Now it's not called, I got to go. We've got cows. That's not the name of your song. Cause I feel like that would also be a good name for a song. <laughs> I didn't name it. I just like, and I, and honestly, like, uh, we'll, we'll play it so people can hear it. Uh, but I, I, I recorded out whatever, like a minute. It's, it's not very long, but I intended to make it longer, you right. know, and, well, why don't we, and, and go further with it, but just never, never well, why don't we listen to it right now. Let's go ahead and let's go to the tape and then we'll come back. Okay. We'll let's talk it. about it. There it is, Jake. That's it. You're you're like uh, you're like one of those uh, composers. You're like a maestro. You're the ma- I'm going to call sure. you maestro now. Sure, but listen, let me not take the full credit for the music part because I did steal that piano bit. <laughs> I I I do usually just record my own music. If 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 I ever post a song that I wrote, I I do I do try to do all the music. But that I was just trying to knock something out. And uh, and I just like went online and found some piano music and that's just fine. put that to it. So I'm I'm not I didn't compose that. You, you didn't have wanna... to tell everybody that. That's fine. I know, but honest. I don't want some. I don't want someone to listen and hear you say that and be like, oh, I recognize that piano. Well, it is weird that you used uh, Beethoven's Seventh Symphony, <laughs> or whatever. Is that a real thing that I just said? That sounds real. Let's just say I'm it's sure real. it is. Yeah, I'm sure he did at least seven symphonies. So yeah, dude, Beethoven. One thing I know about Beethoven is he be doing some symphonies. Like a dude, lot, he of does them. a lot of them. Um. So so what's the so to to kind of wrap up this Twister conversation on the 25th anniversary? What yeah. um, what's the legacy? Like where where do you, do you believe that? Like, because one thing that we've found out in in doing YHS, because like I think you and I and Abigail were, were all kind of amazed. Like I remember early on in our friendship, like there was one day where like we were quoting Twister and you were like, wait, you, you guys do Twister. And I were like, yeah, we do <laughs> Twister. And then like through doing the podcast and stuff, like a lot of people do really have <laughs> strong feelings for this movie. Yeah. I feel like we know a lot of people who really like Twister and it's, it does seem weird because you don't hear a lot about it, you know, and, uh, you know, there was a Twister ride at Universal, so it had to be popular at least enough for that. Oh, it was huge. And, it uh, was, I think it was one of the – I'm going to go to the 96 box office, but I yeah. think it was one of the highest grossing movies. I, I, it, it seems like a quiet – it seems like one of those like sleeper movies because you, you really don't hear a lot about it. But I don't feel like I've ever mentioned Twister and didn't hear someone be like, oh, I really like that movie. It's not a movie you, you hear a lot of people you know, giving a lot of hate about. No. 
You'd have to be some sort of a low life to go rooting around somebody else's personal property. I don't know why I'm just quoting <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. I wonder. I wonder what like actual storm chasers think of it. But I bet they. I bet it's a lot like you know. You hear people a lot of the times. I've seen a lot of paleontologists say that Jurassic Park is the reason they went into paleontology, even though Jurassic Park is completely inaccurate and doesn't show anything. And I've also, you know, I, I went to, um, I went to uh, that shark con a couple times and they always have shark con is this thing where it is a lot of actual like ocean, you know, oceanographers and, and, uh, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and I remember the first year I went thinking it was weird that they had jaws people because I'm like, jaws does not paint sharks in a very good, you know, a very good light. That's not what they're like. And these kind of people spend their lives preaching against things like jaws. But I remember at that convention, uh, one of the guys who was running, it got up and he, he addressed that. And he was like, yeah, jaws is kind of the opposite of what we preach, but jaws is the reason a lot of us are doing this. And I, and I bet, I bet, I bet there are storm chasers out there that feel the same way about Twister. Right. There's probably storm chasers out there that are more interested in the conf- conservation of the tornadoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, hey. No, I agree. By the way, but oh, here's the other thing. If you watch storm chasing videos on like YouTube, they all yeah. kind of feel like Twister. Like it's just kind of. They all feel just like Twister. Yeah. Like it you're just twister. chasing. Like for one thing, tornadoes are fucked up because I think it's really fucked up that clouds like literally the clouds which are nice most of the yeah. time every now and then are like oh we're gonna go attack some fucking people what <laughs> what do you think the first person the first people in the world that uh, experienced a tornado yeah were fucking they were like hey we were just hanging out and then that cloud tried to kill us yeah. can you imagine like a cloud is just <laughs> nothing you can just do this to a cloud to fog and it just disperses into literal nothing. You can walk right through it. And one day the cloud said, Hey, fuck you. I'm tired of your bullshit. Tired of your bullshit. Yeah. And like all fucking bullshit. It's like, it's like also we're probably going to go to some rural areas where you people aren't prepared for this shit. We're going to tear some shit up. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. By the way, this is way off topic, but did you see all the stuff with the drone footage of all the sharks the other day? No, in in Cal, there was this article I think in the Los Angeles Times where people have been taking drones and flying them over the ocean all the time now, and they keep spotting great white sharks really close to people like all the time, and the article is basically like you know what we're around sharks way more than we know they usually don't attack but there's there's like two people paddleboarding the sharks just like doing something like right by them its own thing. but anyways, let's go back to the 96 uh, box office. The number one grossing movie in the world in 1996 was Independence Day. Number two, Twister. <laughs> so it was a popular yeah. movie. Um, both considered, you know, sci-fi action uh, disaster movies. Then you got The Heat, uh, Mission Impossible, which is crazy because that's gone on to be one of the biggest franchises ever. It was the fourth highest grossing film that year. Wow. Uh, then Jerry Maguire and so on and so on. So, um, yeah, Twister Twister was a big deal. 96 was a big deal. Scream came yeah. out in 96. I think Happy Gilmore came out in 96. Like, just, Dragonheart. Why'd you do that? 
Well, I only know that because I saw Dragonheart and Twister on the same day. Dang. Was double, it a double featured feature? those movies. Oh, uh, was it a drive-in? No, I just went to the movies and saw them both. Have you ever seen three movies in one day? Um, like at a drive-in, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. I did this one time a couple ten years uh, ago. I saw, I saw when the first Avengers came out, they played the first like eight movies in a row and I watched all of them. You did? Yeah. Dang. That's and it was cool. like, it was, it was the night the first Avengers was premiering and they did a marathon of the Hulk through whatever. So it was Hulk, Iron Man one, Iron Man two, Captain America, Thor. Thor. That would, that would have been it. That might've, that might've been it, but they showed all of those back to back leading up to the midnight premiere of the Avengers. And I, I went to that. That's amazing. Um, in 2011, I, I did this. I was so bored. Like Abby was at work or something. And I, I went to three movies in one day. I only remember the movie tower heist. That was one of them I saw, which was like an Eddie Murphy movie that kind of sucked. Um, I want to say one of the paranormal activities was the second oh boy. one. And I don't remember the third one. So wow. that, that's my big story. I've done double features a lot, but three movies in a day. Uh, there's, there's rarely three movies at the movie theater that I'm like, Oh, I need to go see. Oh yeah. It never happens. Um, yeah. well, cool. Well, Twister's great. We hope everybody, uh, like watches it today or this week. I mean, I've seen it conservatively, I don't know, 150 times, like so many, yeah. I mean, yeah. And yes. it's in, like I said earlier, it's always exciting when you're flipping through the channels and like one of you, right. You know that where you realize like, wait, Oh, Twister. Wh- oh my God. Bill's just getting there. Oh, <laughs> I'm ordering a pizza right now. Tw- Twister is also one of those movies. Twister and Jurassic park, I think are the two movies that had the most VHS, uh, um, made or produced because like those are the two movies you see you will go to a flea market and see 10 copies of twister on vhs i see twi- <laughs> yes twister is always like oh shit this is not oh, i was gonna look up one more thing um you're you're absolutely right there's always copies of twister there's always copies of jurassic park um yeah real quick let's talk about the director john debont um i if you've never seen the uh the interview with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton and him when they were on Oprah, it is awesome. Yeah. They are Bill Paxton. He's never taken anything more serious in his life <laughs> than the promotion of Twister. It. What yeah. people don't understand is that this is a force of nature that can't be reckoned with. Can't pray it away. Can't run away. It's just you versus nature, baby. Um, <laughs> John DeBont. We've talked about his unrealized Godzilla project multiple times. Yeah, and how that that directly led into Twister. Right. Um, he directed Speed, which – do you like Speed? Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I always like enjoyed it. I saw that in the theater. What year did that come out? 94. 94. Okay. That's a good movie. Uh, Speed, yeah. Twister, Speed 2, SLC Punk. In the haunting. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. The uh, oh, you know what? He didn't direct it. He produced the SLC, but he didn't direct. Oh, okay. It. Uh, the haunting, 1999. Do you remember this? In 1999, there was two movies that came out. There was the haunting and the haunting of haunting on what is it? 
Haunted Hill, Hill? Hill House. Or, they're, yeah, House they're, on Haunted Hill. Yeah, House on Haunted Hill. Both of those movies are based on the same source material as yeah. The Haunting of well, Hill, whatever that, the fucking thing it's was. It's that thing. It's that I've, – I've read articles about that, how that happens in Hollywood a lot, you know, um, Deep Impact and uh, uh, whatever that other – you know, there was those two movies about – Meteors hitting the Earth at the same time, volcano and uh, Dante's, Dante's Peak. Peak like, yeah. That happens a lot. It's like a it's it's a thing that happens. That happens a lot. It's a thing. He hasn't directed a movie since two thousand three. It's kind of sad. Damn, dude, he needs to come back and do Twister too. Oh, dude, make it a Twister speed combo. Put Keanu in there. Holy fuck! Keanu Reeves dude, is now with Helen Hunt. Maybe that's the way to do it. Bring bring Keanu Reeves to kind of replace the fact that Bill Paxton's gone, but bring back uh, dude Keanu Reeves is Bill Paxton's long lost brother. Oh my god! I didn't really know my brother the extreme, but I want to live up to his. Whoa. Is that a tornado? Um, <laughs> last thing about Twister, there is a there was a series of kind of like made for TV low budget knockoffs, which happened a lot. There was yeah. Atomic Twister with Mark Paul Gossler, and then I think there's a movie just called Tornadoes or The Tornado with Ernie Hudson and Bruce Campbell, and I've never seen yeah. it. Is it yeah, worth watching? I don't know. I've, I've, I don't think I've actually watched that either. Do, I mean, we have to watch. I know that. it exists, but why was Ernie Hudson doing that movie? Come on, <laughs> the guy's an incredible <laughs> actor. He's doing well, this. St- hey, if there's a steady paycheck, right? <laughs> he's got Dorothy on like a proton pack. <laughs> uh, now, why was Bruce Campbell? Do- it makes total sense that Bruce Campbell was doing it. But come on, right? Well, listen now. The original plan was to talk about the Venom 2 trailer. I'm just going to put this out here. I don't want to. <laughs> Dude, let's just let's say this about the Venom trailer. It looks like garbage and we'll move on from there. Like I don't I don't really want to spend a bunch of time talking about it either. Also, my iPad's at 15%. Did you see people are theorizing that Venom takes place in the Sam Raimi universe? Because the no. font, the font on the Daily Bugle from the trailer is the same logo. But that doesn't from- make any sense because we already got Venom in the Daily. We got oh. a full Venom arc in that version of the. Those people are stupid. Do you agree that Topher Grace is the precursor to Jeremy Renner as a human being? Just as a human being, sure. <laughs> to mustard, please. That's my Jeremy Renner impression from Avengers Endgame, one of the greatest films of all time. That's literally yeah. my favorite scene. Jeremy Renner's That's your family. Favorite scene. I just like when he says that. His daughter's like, "Who puts who puts mayonnaise on a hot dog?" He's like, "Probably your dumb idiot brothers that are about to fade away due to the snap, the blip, whatever they call it." Um. Well, cool, man. This this was fun. I, I wish Abby would have been here, but you know what? I have a feeling we're gonna talk about Twister again someday. It's gonna well, happen. It's probably gonna happen. Listen, like there is, like I, f- I feel like we have to mention that there is a Twister celebration happening, and you know we got invited by the by the Frog Brothers, and we were gonna try to go and make it happen. And uh, you know there is a Twister museum, and there's a couple filming locations, and and it's something we would love to do. We 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 couldn't do it, but we're gonna make up for it one day, and we are gonna get out there to the Twister museum. So. There will be more Twister yeah, talk from Justin, the Yes Have Some podcast. Justin and Alec, they host the Frog Brothers podcast. Make sure you check them out. They are going for the celebration. I think there's going to be some cast members there. Yeah, Now, I sure. do have the, <laughs> one of the only cast members who makes appearances um, 
Oh, you know, we didn't talk about this guy's great. I don't know the actor's name, but the the guy who's I don't want to say he's the goofy guy, but he's in a lot of movies and he plays kind of a goofy guy. Yeah, uh, he's great. I can't remember his name either, but I know you're talking about. But the one autograph our, our good friend Austin Young got me a long time ago was from she she goes <laughs> I think in the credits she's credited as flashback mom. Um yeah. she's the actress who played Joe's mom in the beginning right. of the movie. In the beginning. And I think it might be her only part, but I am the proud owner <laughs> of Flashback Mom's <laughs> autograph. And I'm very excited. I'm working That's... on getting Flashback Dad, but he's about three hundred yards from home. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they found Straight Joe? Up. Do they find Joe's dad? maybe pieces of them. I don't know. Cause hey, we always talked about the, the, the twister coming back for vengeance. Right. But we've now, never talked, we've I never talked about dad, Joe's dad coming back. I think her dad's dead body is still bouncing around. <laughs> no, in twister, getting I think rumbled by debris. Dude. I think this is what happened. This is like a Joe dirt scenario. Then we'll end this. <laughs> I think Joe's dad was sucked into the twister, thrown a couple hundred yards away and survived. He was rough. Okay. He was roughed up. He got up, but he has amnesia. No, wrong. Sorry. Oh, okay. He does. He. We, this is the scene we didn't see. He dusted himself off and was like, oh, "Holy shit! Oh, all right. Well, I better get home and make sure everybody's okay." And he he kind of walks down the road, like five miles or whatever. It's daylight by the time he gets home, and he he cracks open the back door and he hears flashback mom and she's like, "Your dad's dead, Joe." And he's like, "Oh shit! They think I'm dead." Peace. And he like, Peace. he's like, I'm getting out of here. This house sucks. This town sucks. My daughter sucks. And he's Changing just gone. My name. <laughs> hey, can you imagine? Flashback like, dad if- is single and ready to mango. Hey, what if that was the uh, the after credit scene of Twister was like, he got sucked up in the beginning of the movie. It's 20 years later and after the twister falls then he falls out and he's just like holy shit what a what ride the hell? yeah it's like he time traveled he's like holy shit <laughs> my god it's a tesla hey or what if th- we've always theorized that the tornado that took joe's dad is the same tornado from the end of the movie so what if in the scene where the F5 comes and they go into the barn and they're strapped to the thing and they're flying to the, tw- the twister inside yeah. the funnel, you see her dad <laughs> just going around and around like, Joe, Joe, it's me. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe. You've come to save me. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. He's like, finally, you're here. And then like one of those pitchforks from the barn just right through his fucking eye. <laughs> Cut to those two singers, the folk singers from Something About Mary. Oh no! Well, he had a good run. The Twister wasn't fun. Um, this was fun though. This was good. Yeah, Jake, thanks for sharing your stuff. your music. Thank you for sharing yeah. your gift with the world. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our Patreon community. Uh, if you're interested in joining up, make sure you go to patreon.com slash yes, have some. It's very easy to get signed up. Um, and if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us directly. Yes, have some cast at gmail.com. We will help you out to the best of our ability. And of course, join our official Facebook page which is, uh, or our our group, I should say. Yes, have some group therapy. Lots of good discussions, lots of toy collecting going on in there. And uh, we just appreciate everybody's uh, uh, patronage, and we appreciate all of our listeners, new and old. And if you're just finding us for the first time, we've been doing this for over five years, so there's plenty of 
plenty of episodes to go listen to. So, yeah. Jake, any final thoughts? Dude, just like, just go chase a tornado. You know, chase your dreams like Bill and Joe <laughs> chase down that F5. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just yeah, let your, yeah. take your, take your dreams, put it into a tin can and let it fly up into the tornado and just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. get all the information. And that, and that's just the, how you should live your life. I think. Yep. Do it. I mean, if it, if, yeah. yeah, if you're having trouble getting those little sensors, everybody has to do a little art project. <laughs> cut, yeah, cut, just a cut little art project real cans. quick. Um, and obviously for the love of friggin' Lord, universal studios, Get rid of that goddamn Jimmy Fallon ride and bring back Twister. Get rid of it. Yeah. It sucks. That's not in a good way. Yeah. That used to be the Ghostbusters ride or it used to be the Ghostbusters show and then it was Twister and now it's Jimmy Fallon. So it's got a lot of history and now it's (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) All right, everybody for Jacob Walsh and for Abigail Gardner, who's not here, but she'll be back. What if we, what if she just never came back and every week it was like, Abby's coming back. Like I'm in denial. She's, she's like, sometimes. she she's left gone. town. I'm like, I am like Joe Dirt. No, she's coming back. She's, she's, in the, she's in the tornado. She's like, bye. <laughs> bye. No, she's going to come back. They didn't forget me. They loved me. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Have some podcasts. My name is Craig Goldberg and I am leaving. Bye. Bye guys. So ride it out, ride it out together, ride it out, we'll get to better weather. We've been waiting in this line for almost 15 minutes too long, and I really want to see Bill Paxson on a screen, so ride it out, ride it out together, ride it out, we'll get to better weather. Gypsy literally just bit my calf, okay, so that's fun. You're such a bitch. Okay, let me keep doing this. Tornado money. In it for the money. He's not in it for the science. Tornado money. In it for the money. He's not in it for the science. You've never seen it come for this house. Gypsy keeps fighting me. You've never seen it come for that house. You've never seen it turn. My gypsy, stop biting me. I keep doing Every time I do good, she keeps up to go in the other room. <laughs> You've never seen it come for this house. <laughs> She's following me. You've never seen it come for that house. You've never seen it turn back around and come for you. And no, that's not the same cow. Oh, wait, that is the same cow. And I touch the finger of God, I'm tied to you in the slather of mom house. And I touch the, f- and wait, I face the finger of God, I face the finger of God, I face the finger of God, I'm tied to you in this linen strap out here in this farm house. Gypsy hates me. I just wanted to sing all those songs for you.